Well, hello there and welcome back. I am super excited to have you here today. And we're talking, I'm talking with Haley Steinberg today and we're talking about health, but as it relates to changing your health with your mindset. So it's kind of a different approach to health, which I really love because the mind is so incredibly powerful. Now, Haley Steinberg is a certified health coach with Haley's Healthy Living. She inspires healthy living through simple changes. She provides individual and group sessions, wellness workshops, and health presentations, focusing on what she calls the four pillars of health. She called them lean, um, L for lifestyle, E for exercise, A for attitude, and end for nutrition. She's specialized to work with parents and children, pregnant and nursing mothers, and prime timers, those adults preparing, entering, or enjoying their mature years. Now, Haley provides education and coaching in a fun and interactive way, focusing on the unique health journey and experiences of each person. Now, during the episode, we talk about the four pillars of health that I just mentioned and why your attitude has everything to do with your experience, with your health, and in your body. And is it possible to have better health by changing your mindset? It really is, and Haley's going to show us how. Now, during the episode, we talk about why your goal should be to live your healthiest life and not about losing weight, okay? It should be about how you feel. We talk about the four pillars of health and why attitude or mindset is everything, what intuitive eating is and why it works better than dieting, and teaching our kids healthy living by example. I know that you're going to love this, this episode, and please be sure to tag Haley and, and or I um, with your biggest takeaway from this episode. All right, enjoy the show. This is the Vision Driven Mom podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman. For moms, by moms who believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories from moms that have journeyed through motherhood, from fear, loss, and heartbreak, to healing, empowerment, and success. Motherhood is truly the journey of a lifetime, so let's enjoy the ride together. Haley, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here today. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you how you came to be um, be involved in health and and with teens and all of that? Sure. Well, uh, you know, I see myself not only as a mom, but as a, as a, a woman, you know, going through her own stages as well. So I started my journey for business in particular um, in, in biology. I have a degree in biology, so mm. I love human anatomy. I, I'm a big gardener, so I love anything to do with biology. Right. Uh, my plan was to go to med school, but then I ended up uh, moving to New York with my future husband, and I became a special ed teacher. So I got two oh, masters okay. in education, so I work with schools, uh, and I absolutely love that. Uh, and then I had three children, so I took a break from teaching, and I taught on the weekends. Um, and I took a break. And so I really got more into the health and wellness. And I'm one of those people that are constantly learning. I'm always trying to, you know, uh, read a new book or, or listen to something that will educate me in some way, take a course. Right. And so I got right. more and more involved in the health and wellness and how I could help families, adults, seniors live their healthiest life through simple changes. And I right. love the aspect of it. it's all about moderation. Yeah. And it, it, it really became a focus of mine. 
And I started my business a little over a year ago. And since then, I've been doing tons of speaking engagements all over the country, which mm -hmm. have been so much fun for me. Uh, and my goal is, once again, to inspire people, but also to help people uh, live their healthiest life. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that sounds fantastic. And um, I also am a lifelong learner. Um, I, ever since I, I, just personal development and growth, like I just feel like I cannot get enough. And if I'm not learning, if I'm not growing, I feel like I'm stagnant. Like that, actually, that's what happened when, um, when I had kids and I, um, I literally put my life up in an, in the attic in, in a box, like all my books, my, my, um, personal development and, and growth, all the stuff. And, um, and, uh, and replaced it with, with, uh, parenting books. And I felt watered down. Like my life didn't feel, you know, I, I didn't feel fulfilled because I wasn't feeding, feeding uh -huh. that, uh, that, that need, you know, that need for learning and learning. And, and, and also it sounds like you are too, you like to share what you're learning and it's yeah. exciting, you know, and yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Okay. So, so tell us about now you, you, um, you had mentioned, um, to me that health is not only about nutrition. What, what is your definition of health? What does that mean? Well, and I think health really varies based on the individual. And a lot of it's subjective to your mindset. What is healthy to you? Mindset, I mean, you can look at right. those numbers that, you know, some of the tests and things like that. But ultimately, so much of health has to do with our mindset. And so yeah. when I work with people or I present, I always talk about the four pillars of health, which is the LEAN acronym. LEAN mm -hmm. standing for L lifestyle, E exercise, A attitude, and N nutrition. So although nutrition is very important with our health, and I love sharing nutrition tips, ideas, especially for those picky eaters, right. um, things that we need to include for a healthy, healthy lifestyle, there's so much more. And like you mentioned, the mindset. So the A in the lean acronym is attitude or mindset. Right, so so right. much of what we do has to deal with that, how we view our health, how we view health and wellness in general, and also our lifestyle choices. So as a coach, a certified coach, I have to help people but once again, people have to make their own decisions. And yeah. a lot of it is subjective. What is healthy for you? Right. Um, and what, how do you view yourself? And that's why when I work with teenagers or children, a lot of it is also about their mindset. How do they mm -hmm. feel about their body? How do they feel about themselves? Right. Uh, because it can be a really hard cycle, especially with our society, with the extreme eating, uh, restrictive eating, and this mindset of, you know, it's hot, black or white. You know, there's very little moderation in our right. society when it comes to health and wellness and uh just to coach people on that it's really important yeah yeah okay yeah that's that's beautiful and i you know i love the mindset part and it it's got a it's got a it's what is you know i teach visioning and and really in in and the cool thing about what I like, there is not anybody that I've ever um, walked through a visioning exercise with that didn't. I mean, that's one of that's one of our pillars or one of one of the main areas of life is health and well-being and health. Health and well-being is it's emotional, it's spiritual, it's it's uh, it's mental and it's physical as well. It's like all of those pieces. Um, and I don't know anyone who doesn't want good health, but you have to decide what does good mean? Like, what is it? What does it mean? Do you want to be, you know, you know, you want to be running marathons? That's a completely different thing than feeling good, right? And feeling Absolutely. healthy, feeling happy, feeling, um, I, I like to talk about instead of, instead of um, 
talking about like a weight, like a, like a, you know, like losing 30 pounds. I think that is terrible. That's a terrible motivator. I I don't think it's a motivator at all to lose weight, but to feel good in your body, you know, to have, to be, yeah, to be at your ideal weight is Mm -hmm. really that like it doesn't, so it doesn't have to be a, a number and you're just, you're focused on feeling good. You know, it's a completely different thing. And I, I, I very strongly agree with that. And I, I tell people right away, my focus is not on weight loss. You, yeah. you know, a lot of people come to me, what can I do for dieting? Well, how can I lose weight or give me something to make it easy so I can, you know, quick fix for me. Right. And that's not what people need. What we need is simple, sustainable changes that we mm. can throughout our whole life. And right. you remember, we're going to have, it's a journey. I always call it a healthy living journey because we're going to have ups and downs. I mean, there's going to be emotional roller coasters and there's going to be health and wellness roller coasters, especially right. if we tend to eat emotionally um, or for some emotional need of some sort. Um, and so I really tell people, if you're living your simple, using those simple changes and really living a life where you focus on how can you live your healthiest life but know that you're going to make some changes and maybe not the best decisions all the time and be okay with it. Right. It really makes a huge difference in your mindset. You're more forgiving. You're more loving to yourself and you understand that every day is a new day. You right. know, we go to parties, we, you know, with COVID it's more challenging, yeah. but we do these things and there's so many, um, there's so many things out there that make things more difficult. Our, our, food serving sizes are so much bigger than they used to. The amount right. of sugars we have, the artificial coloring, flavoring. I mean, you name it, alcohol beverages, they're everywhere. And so it's not only what's out there, it's the quantity too. And so what I try to work on is moderation. So Mm -hmm. if you're constantly coming in thing, I I have to restrict, I have to take away this because I need to look a certain way, or I need to weigh a certain number. You're not, you're missing the point of the goal, which you mentioned is our living our healthiest life. And I always say, and a lot of financial advisors laugh when I say this because, you know, we invest in our IRA, which is your individual retirement account. Right. Well, I help people invest in their IRHA, which is the individual retirement health account. Oh, because I love that. that is what, what, what we're saving for, for the future. You know, right, we right. want to live a long health and lifespan. So it's not just lifespan. We want to have a long health span. Well, that's true because I do not want to be 90 years old and living, living that, yeah. And living, living, um, into my, my, you know, not taking care of my body. You know, I don't want to be, I I want to be a healthy, vibrant. And I like to, I like to point out and to, to focus on people who are doing what I want to do, you know? So there was this, um, there was this woman, um, uh, Portia, Portia, oh, no, Tao, Tao Portia Lynch. She was, I think she died at over a hundred, right? But she was a yoga instructor. Oh, I know. I think I know who you're talking about because I was just going to mention a yoga yes. instructor over a hundred. And so years. I want to, and she just had this like age is not, you know, I don't, she's like, I don't subscribe to age. Yes. She said, this is my vision that I'm going to be teaching yoga until I, I take my last breath. You know, and, and, and so much about the vision and you talk about being visionary and, and really vision. Um, it's so much of what is in our heads. I'm sorry. I thought that was off. I apologize. Um, so much of what it is in our head affects our, our feelings. So right. for instance, you know, visioning this woman who's hundred years old doing yoga still, I mean, 
how wonderful is that? You know, we, we manifest what we see. Right, so the other right. thing is, um, this is just an interesting fact, our immune systems, you know, yeah. they fluctuate, of course, based on, you know, where our stress and our diet and our lifestyle. But people that have a positive um, feelings towards their immune system, who have faith that they actually mm. have a strong immune system, that they believe that they can really work on um, and, and build a strong immune system, actually fight illness faster and better right, right. than people that don't. That's exactly it. And focusing on the the, the the examples of possibility, you know, of the, um, you know, all of my, I've, I've lost four, three ants in the past, um, the past couple of years, past four years, they were all in their nineties, you know, I mean, and, and they weren't all in perfect health, but they were like, they were still they were engaging right up until the the end you know and it's not just that it's not just the the longevity mm -hmm. it's the you know it's the kind of life so um yes. uh, my my son and i were listening to um i love paul mccartney so we were listening to and he just he recently um uh uh produced a new he recently released a new album right he sounds different but um but he's i think we i asked alexa last night i think he was i think he's like 70 70 i think he might be like 76 or something like that so he's still producing wow. albums right yeah. he's still doing music he has a passion he he's he has something that is um you know i i, I when it comes to health and well-being and and you know um, living, it's the, 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 what do we, what do we want in life? You know, deciding that for, first of all, what your why is, why am I doing this? Why do I want this? Yeah. You know what? I'm not a musician, but I want to be like Paul McCartney, you know, still getting on stage. I yeah. saw him a couple of years ago and he was, he was still, he's still playing his guitar and, and, you know, uh, he just amazing. Like that's, that's kind of that. I like to look at those examples rather than the, the other examples. And I love what you said about, um, about, um, about, you know, this body, like the, I'm, this is, this is the body that is I that have in this lifetime, <laughs> right? This right. is what I've got. So I want to take care of it. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be, I, I don't want to be, you know, and, and thinking, and I'm not perfect of that at no all. One is. Right. No one is. But being aware of, you know, okay, is this choice that I'm making this food choice? Um, is this food choice taking me closer to my, um, you know, my vision for my health and wellness, or is it taking me away? And then you get to make the choice. Right? Absolutely. And that reminds me of, I've mentioned before, intuitive eating, which is a, right. uh, you know, whether you call it mindful eating, intuitive eating, but being in tune with your body yeah. to truly know what you want. A lot of times with people that have been dieting or restricting for a while, they don't necessarily know what their body wants. They, they yeah. lose that connection with their body. And as you said, health and wellness is not just body, it's mind, soul, your emotions. I mean, there's so much wrapped up in there. So yeah really being in, in, in tune with, like you said, your goals, what your goal is. Do you want to live a long life? Do you want to live your healthiest life? Is that, is that even a goal for you? Some people might not be, which is right. their, you know, their, their perspective, but really, and what's going to get me there. That's why I mentioned the yeah. IRHA. What, what can you do in today that will help you get where you want and have that lifespan, not just the, you know, lifespan, but health span as well. Right. I love that. I R I R H A. That's, that's brilliant because that's exactly, that's exactly what we're doing, you know? And, and I, um, 
I would imagine. So when you talk about intuitive eating and this, this, uh, the, the, the mindset around, around eating and taking care of our bodies, um, the, uh, now this has taken a lot of self-awareness on my part and a lot of work, um, all those stacks of books and all the courses and all of that, that I've taken over, you know, over the course of my lifetime. Um, I am aware now when I open the pantry and am I in here because I'm hungry? Am I in here because I need to fill a need? Right. Is, is that, you know, is there some, and, and kind of, and this takes work and then I still get to choose. Am I going to open the pantry and then close it and go get, get, get an apple or something yeah. like that? Or am I going to do something like, you know, sit down and meditate or go outside and take a walk or do something that is going to fill the need? Cause we right. usually it's, we reach for food for comfort and it comfort, starts absolutely. when we're little li- yeah. babies. percent. Oh, and with, when you think about it, all special occasions, they're usually food centric. They're always right. surrounded by food. Um, so food, you know, becomes emotional that you're around family. So it has positive connotations. It could have negative connotations. But I, but I think what you said was so important that you said you make a choice. Yeah. And I think that's really important that it's okay sometimes if your choices are not the best choices. You know, I really stay away from good, bad, good foods, bad foods, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, true. There are some foods that I would say no one needs to have in there. And they're not even foods, you know, they're right. not considered foods, but there are certain things that yes, would not fit in that, but really looking at things that it's okay. It's your choice. So maybe it's not the best choice or a choice that you weren't happy with in the long run, but it was your choice. You had the ability to make the decision and it's okay. And you learn from everything. And that's why it's a journey. That's why there's no, you know, good, bad. It it, it is what it is. You know, I'm I'm a a certified health coach. I'm a mom. I'm a special ed teacher. Look, I make tons of mistakes and, and I know, I know what I should be doing. Should I, you know, I don't like to use that word, but I right. do. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm always going to make the right, once again, that right decisions. You got to train yeah. yourself just to think a certain way, but it's so important also as moms and dads or grandparents to also present that with our children to really yeah. present that, um, to looking at fuel as food as fuel. Um, there are a lot of fun things that you can have with food and, and entertainment and all these wonderful things, but it's not this crazy stronghold that people make it to be. You know, right. it's not this, you're a good person, you're a bad person, you weigh a certain thing, you did this. It, it, we have to take away our identities with this, this whole health and wellness, with this dieting, with this food. And we can teach our kids that. And that is right. what I think is so important. Um, or even if you don't have children, your nieces, nephews, it doesn't matter. We can make a big difference in their lives to help yeah, them. Right. You know, this is kind of off topic, but I, um, my daughter, we've just always had an interesting time with her and food. Um, a couple of years ago, she, she, uh, she uh, declared that she was a vegetarian. Mm-hmm which is great, but the vegetarian who doesn't like vegetables, now that doesn't really work so well. Challenging. <laughs> Challenging. Um, but also, you know, she wakes and I don't know, I maybe you'll have some thoughts and ideas for me. And, and, and I'm, I'm sure that I'm not alone. You know, I do not want to create food issues, right? So I don't, we don't make her, we don't, you know, when she was going through the, now she's part-time vegetarian. Um, part-time, there you part-time. go. Part-time, <laughs> she's part-time vegetarian. 
And uh, so we don't, we don't, and, and I really kind of put it off on her. Okay. I will completely support this, support you, but you know, and we made a list of these are, you know, this, this is how much protein you re- you really need to make sure that you're getting protein. These are the things that you can eat. You don't have to eat meat and that's fine, but you do need to add these, some of these things into your diet. And then, um, but that was, that was, uh, that was a challenge in itself. I think she was nine, maybe when she started doing that. Um, but she, she doesn't, you know, I'm a big breakfast people person and we're a big breakfast family, except for my daughter. She doesn't, when she gets up in the morning, she doesn't like to eat. And then, and sometimes, you know, throughout the day, so it might be, she's eating breakfast when we're eating lunch. It's just, we're just kind of off. Yeah. Um, may I ask how old she is? I, I, I don't know. She's like 12. She's 12. Okay. She's 12. Yeah. So I, I don't, you know, I don't want to make food an issue, but I also like, she needs to be eating well. Well, first off, you know, nine, 10, 11 going on, um, especially with girls is a tricky a tricky time because you mm. wonder, you always question, well, are they saying they're not hungry or are they really not hungry? And right. some people are not morning eaters. Yeah. I mean, there are some people that truly just don't like to eat in the morning. They're just, they're not ready yet. Right. Um, and so really, like I said, you feel for, you, you listen to your body. Now, 12 year olds different. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you always have to look at that, but I always find it, it's such a fine line and why teenagers are so tricky. I mean, I have two teenagers of my three kids, two are teenagers. Yeah. It's so hard because you want to give them the individual ability to be able to be, to choose, make their choices, to have the ownership. But you also want them to make the choices that you want them to make. Right, <laughs> right. Growing, and it's so important for them to get the nutrition, right. the sleep, the water. You know, they don't always make, you know, the best decisions right. many, many times. So it's a fine line. And, and I, I really help people to understand that the goal is to give them the power the, to make the individual decisions, but you are still the parent. Right. So if there are children that are not eating fruits and vegetables. There it should be some parental involvement because they're not getting the nutrition that they need. And so, for instance, healthy fats. Healthy fats are so important. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was growing up, you know, it was everything was low fat, no fat. Well, right. nowadays we understand how important healthy fats are. But for kids, especially kids going through teenage years, mm-hmm. for brain development, for the body functions, for right. cognitive performance, academic performance, blah blah blah. I mean, it goes right. on. But for kids. You know, a lot of kids are like, mm, you know, they don't always necessarily want to even talk about what are healthy fats, yeah. but just even getting a baseline. Okay. This is what it's doing for your body. You want, we want our kids to be able to make good decisions and have their minds work properly. The question right. is, is what's the balance? And yeah. that's the key. What is the yeah. balance? And it's different for every family. Yeah. Um, I mean, I work with a lot of picky eaters and um, it's, it's, their battles with the whole family becomes a whole family dynamic. It does. It does. And it's not fun. (laughs) It is not easy. No matter what age you can have a three-year-old, you can have an, you know, 16, 17 year old who's still living at home who wants to be an adult who wants to, you know, not always make the best decisions. So it's a fine line. And I don't have the answer of do this, do this, do this, because it's so individual, but I have it with my own kids. I mean, I, I tell them how important protein is and I explain Mm -hmm. to them and they know that it makes you feel full longer. Mm-hmm. It helps your muscles repair and grow because they're still growing their muscles. For us, right. it's more repair um, for repair for muscles. Um, and and if they don't eat it, they're going to be like this. They're going to have these emotional ups and downs. Right. And so, rule of thumb in our family, we I say have a protein with every snack and every meal mm-hmm. if you can. Right. And so, whatever that protein may be, you can choose it. 
to do it because it's going to help them and they kind of understand it and they don't always do it of course but you know just getting that guideline the foundation but it is a battle and i'm telling you as a mom i, I get it it's the yeah. goal i think seeing you know looking long term the perspective is the goal is that they have the foundations so that they will make the decisions as they get older that are best for their health that are right. you know, the best decisions for them well and as i'm listening to you i'm thinking i wonder if maybe we do like we just do some planning on sunday and we and and maybe we make a list of things that she can eat like each mm -hmm. day should have her make the list yeah. and that this is this is what you need to eat how, when you eat it how you eat it is up to you but that that you have to you know this is part of your you know your your brain health and your right. your body health and your growth and your all of that so, they all love the skin you know right skin healthy <laughs> we talk about that all the time off. right all exactly. of it all yep. of it. Yeah. And not to mention the emotions, you know, the, yes. the dips and the, oh my gosh, the and the blood sugar and, and the hormones and the, all of that. All of um, but yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll start that and, and kind of have put it back now that she's a couple of years older and put it back on her and say, right. okay, it's fine if you don't want to eat breakfast in the morning, but w w you do need to eat and we'll, we'll kind of, you know, even if it's off and it stinks because we do, we, we, I, I love the, the, the um the family time at the table yeah, you know and the 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 connection that we have and i do really do prefer especially kids to always have a breakfast because it really yeah. sets the stage for their day that's now, what i think again, too do you yeah. want to have that battle that's right. the question is she seems to be functioning okay well maybe her body just needs that you know that length of time maybe she's just not not ready for food in the morning yeah. but you kind of have to look at why why is she not eating breakfast is there a reason you know what's what's the motive there right. but you know even if just a small something like a banana with nut butter you know mm, it doesn't have right. to be a big drawn out breakfast it could be a handful of nuts um and a piece of fruit or you know, right. can, be, right. can make it creative um but if she truly is not hungry, looking at the mo the reasons why, is there yeah. a biological, is there a, a emotional, is there some kind of motive, you know, thing, right. just looking at it, kind of like a detective. Yes. I mean, isn't that what parenting is? Being a detective. Oh boy. You try, you try <laughs> constantly detecting things. <laughs> I know exactly. So in the, the healthy fats, can you um, help us with, uh, with the list, help the listeners with some help, yeah. healthy fats. When you're talking about healthy fats, what are you talking about? Okay, so I'm talking like lean proteins, um, potentially can have some healthy fats, but uh, for plant-based healthy fats, I'm talking about nuts, mm -hmm. avocados, flax seeds, great for omega-3s. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna see kids eating flaxseed, but if you have kids that eat smoothies or, right. uh, you know, shakes, mm -hmm. you can throw some in, you don't even taste them. Right. Um, but it, what I like actually with kids is letting the kids choose their ingredients for smoothies. And, mm, you know, right. and then we have taste tests. We have right, like little right. contests who can make the best smoothie uh, and we put healthy things in it and we make it fun. We, we kind of do taste tests. And it's like a, almost like a cupcake wars with smoothies, you know, you can right, do right. You know, there's a lot of creative things you can do. Um, so back to the healthy fats, um, they're finding more and more how important omega threes are, which mm -hmm. are things like in salmon, mm -hmm. um, we get some tunas, uh, sardines, but most kids aren't going to be eating sardines. You can get right. in avocados, the olive oils, things like that. Um, but omega-3s are really important for actually attention and focus. Mm. So, uh, you know, I'm a special ed teacher. So working with the ADHD population, um, children that have some learning um, LD issues, uh, what we're finding, they're finding is the ratio of omega-3 versus sixes. 
um, is off a bit. And so mm, we okay. really want to make sure those kids are getting that omega-3. And I, you know, you can get it through plant sources or, you know, fish sources. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of ways to get that. Uh, I make sure I give a salmon at least once a week. It's really a great source of omega-3s. My kids don't always like it, but I yeah. make it fun and I, you know, try different things and, you know, they end up eating it. Right. Um, usually, unless it's terrible. But <laughs> yeah. um, right. so that's one thing. Avocados is a big one. Nuts. Yeah. We eat a lot of nuts in our family. Um, trying to think what else for healthy fats. You know, olive oils, things like that. But a lot okay. of it is plant-based. Right, right. And that's great. That's that's um, that's helpful, especially for the part-time vegetarian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I love it. Part-time. Part-time. I would love to delve into that. What, 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 is the, what, is what is that? What does that mean anyway? And I get it. Maybe there is a, you know, ethical aspect, but maybe there's more interesting. Maybe friends do it. You know, you never know. Well, they did. There were a group of them yeah. who were doing it all at the same time. And one of them had chickens and, it, yeah. and now we have chickens. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was oh, kind of a, I mean, I don't know. She, she's not vegan, so she could certainly eat eggs. I yes, mean, there's definitely. A lot of plant, there's a lot of vegetarian proteins out there that even right. the mixes, like, uh, you know, rice and beans is considered a, a protein, a full protein. Right, a complete right, protein. right. So exactly. There's a lot of variety out there that you can do for those vegetarian children. <laughs> yeah, the vegetarian children. I know. So let's circle back to the intuitive eating. And can you tell us a little bit about, about what that means and how do, exactly do we eat intuitively? Okay, well, I want to give credit where credit's due because I didn't co coin that term. Evelyn Tribble, and I apologize if I'm saying her last name incorrectly. I think I am saying it right. Um, she is the one that really mastered that and created that idea. Mm -hmm. And what I take from intuitive eating, and I actually have read her books, and I really love her, her methodology of, of learning to eat from within. Um, but what I take from it is being mindful of what you eat, being aware of your emotions, the why you're eating, and being okay with your decision, whatever that decision might be. Mm, whatever right. choices, you have to be okay with it. You know, I, I'm not a big proponent of eating too late for my body, but sometimes yeah. I do. Like last night I did. I snacked at night. Right. And I, I really knew my body didn't need it, similar to you, opening the pantry. But yeah. I knew I wanted it. And right. I was like, you know what? I'm making this choice. And kind of afterwards, I was like, ah, oh, I probably shouldn't have made that choice. But there's that should. But I did. And guess what? Move on. It's a new day tomorrow. Right. You know, it's I a new day make... every day. So yeah. just being okay, but knowing, does your body want that food, but also what type of food? Right. So when you think of foods you can't eat, you immediately are going to want to eat those. Those are restrictive yeah. foods. So if, if you say to someone, you can never have peanut butter. I, I hate to use peanut butter, but that's one of my favorite foods. Yeah. I know there's a lot of allergies out there with peanut butter, but let's say you can never have peanut butter guess what's going to happen? You're going to be thinking of that peanut butter. Yes, exactly. And your body's failing. You want the peanut butter probably because it's got healthy fats and it's got protein and mm. it's, a, it's a healthy food. Okay. Uh, unless right. of course you have an allergy. Um, and so once you start, let's say you decide, okay, I'm going to have some peanut butter. Well, you're going to eat the peanut butter to over excess because, right. excess because you've restricted yourself. You've kept right, yourself from right. what your body wanted. So you think, are you, are you in the mood for crunchy? Are you in the mood for salty? Are you mm. in the mood for sweet? And also you can play with what decisions, what food choices you make. So right. if you're in the mood for crunchy, well, there's a lot of different choices, some yeah. healthier than others. So really being aware of what you eat and not substituting another food for something you really want because right. it's less calories or less fat. So let's say you really are craving something that's sweet. Well, 
Okay, you might not want to choose a candy bar, but there's tons of other sweet options. But right. instead, if you eat something that's salty, you're not feeling that 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 desire for something. So right, not right. only being aware of what you want, but being able to listen to yourself. And we mm. lose that so easily. Yeah. We have that as toddlers. We have that as kids. And then we lose that because we're eating for other reasons. We're being taught, like, you have to finish your plate until everything's done, even though you're not hungry. Right. Or you can only eat certain times. So all these things, you know, they take away from what our body is telling us. So just, and it's just a way of thinking of thinking of what you need and, and really honoring yourself and believing in yourself and trusting yourself, yeah. which is not so easy to do with food sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And that, that reminds me of um, the intuitive eating and, and all that you just talked about reminded me of, um, of when I was, before I had kids, I was a preschool teacher. Mm -hmm. And um, we, uh, we would always, you know, and it, it was always amazing to me that the kids only ate as much as they needed. Yeah. Like they didn't, unless it was, it, unless it was. Unless you um, add candy or sugars. Right. Except, <laughs> unless it was candy or s snacks, right? Snacks, they would, just, they would overindulge, but, yeah. but really at lunchtime, at breakfast time, they would just eat. And I, it was, I, and I love that. It was, it, it was a really interesting observation in kids that they only, yeah. they only ate what they needed. And, um, but I had this, I had this little boy, Nicholas, and um, he, um, he, he, Sometimes at snack time, at the end of the day, we would have, um, we would have, you know, we'd have different things and cheese sticks was something that we, we would have often. And, um, and he would never eat the cheese stick. Right. And he was just like, no, I, you know, I don't, I don't like, he would just, he was take a pass on the um, snack. And, um, and then one day he ate a cheese stick and um, he almost immediately threw it up. Right. And then he looked at me and he shook his head and he said, my bones were telling me not to eat that cheese stick. I shouldn't so, have eaten that cheese stick. Oh my I gosh, it was it. the most, it was, the, it was beautiful. He was like, you know, sitting around, everybody else is eating a cheese stick. He thinks, you know, okay, well, everybody else is eating a cheese stick. I'm going to eat the cheese stick too. And I think this is, you know, this is kind of like me with alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol and me just don't. Like I, I, have, I have a very sensitive system. I'm mm -hmm. a highly sensitive person. So mm -hmm. when I drink alcohol, um, my heart pounds out of my chest yes. and mm -hmm. every once in a while I will, you know, have a, have a beer or so. And mm -hmm. then I always regret it. Like <laughs> I, know, I know, I know that my, like, I like the taste of it. I like, you know, I Your just, bones are like, telling you. <laughs> my bones are telling me, do not drink that beer. Right. And then I, I and then I just like Nicholas with the, with the cheese stick, like, you know, I should have listened to my bones. But That's just... so interesting you say that because I'm also very sensitive to certain things and mm -hmm. I can't have caffeine. So people oh, sometimes right. look at me like I'm an alien because almost most people drink caffeine right. heavily. Right. I can't, it, I, you know, if I even have a decaf coffee for me, that just throws me off. And yeah. Uh, it's just how my body is. And, and it's a bummer because I actually like coffee, but right. I, I know it's other choices. That's <laughs> it too. And it's not like I'm going and, you know, drinking, you know, like having an evening of drinking, even just yeah. one beer will just, 
I'll be awake all night with a pounding heart, you know, and I do not. That's it's not worth it for you. Scary for one thing. And yeah, yeah. like, what am I doing? It feels very unhealthy to be doing this yeah. to my heart. But anyway, it's, it, but that's, that's right along with that, that intuitive, you know, taking into your body when you, mm-hmm. when you know, but you do get to make that, those choices. Like you ate last night, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, um, last week when I had, I had two, two beers and my, my heart was pounding, but I, and I made that choice and be okay yeah. with it. I can, and I love that, that idea too. And this is, this is what I, um, what I teach is that, Every day is a brand new baby day. It's a brand new opportunity to make different choices, right? Mm-hmm. Make Clean new sleep. choices. And every moment, every meal is an opportunity to make different choices. And that's okay. You know, it's okay. As long as we don't beat ourselves up. Because I think mm-hmm. I think that's when we, um, when we have a difficult um, uh, relationship with food is yep. when we beat us, ourselves up when I shouldn't have had that little piece of candy or I shouldn't have, shouldn't have, shouldn't have. And then it goes with self-worth. You start feeling yeah. bad about yourself. I have no control. I, I you know, I'm a bad person, maybe not to that extent, but it starts to be more than just the food. It's just so much about how you feel about yourself and your confidence yeah. and who you are. It gets just very deep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like to think, you know, going back to the pantry, you know, the, the, why am I here? Mm-hmm. What am I seeking here? Am I fine? Am I seeking comfort? If I'm seeking comfort, then, then I, maybe I can go to my, my toolkit, right? My, mm-hmm. my, I call yes. it the, my, my energetic supplement, right? The, the things that make me feel good, the things that make me feel comforted. Um, I love that. I but love it, that. it takes, uh, it takes awareness, you know, it takes awareness of yourself, awareness of your body and noticing. And I'm also, you know, I've, I've had all kinds of sensitive, I've been on all kinds of uh, diets for health, mm-hmm. um, just, just allergies and, um, and sensitivities. And so I've been, you know, I've done all kinds, but, but what it taught me is really, you know, doing those, um, elimination diets is really seeing how foods affect me. Oh, you don't necessarily, you don't have to go and do an elimination diet, but it really is. If you want to become more aware of yourself and your body and what it needs. And, you know, there's that mind body connection. It's really, really, really interesting. And it, and it's, it's real, you know? And, and I think it's important to know that, you know, I find sugar very addictive to people. And so when you, when you mention about the kids, you know, they, they know their bodies, but when it comes add in sugar, add in some of those snack foods and some of the candy, it goes out the wayside because it's very addictive. Uh, And not only that, our bodies, you know, start to get in these patterns. So, so much of what we do also is habitual. You know, we have a habit of doing something every night or every morning, you know, we, we stay on that habit. It's, it's not always easy to change that habit. So sometimes you really, you know, why are you doing certain habits? What can you do instead? Yeah. As you mentioned, but also, uh, you know, as you said, sometimes eliminating some, for instance, sugar for a little bit and seeing, Wow, my 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 joints feel better. I have right. more energy. I have less brain fog. I mean, th- those are things that you will see if you cut those out are real sugar. things. I mean, right, right. No doubt about it. I do that periodically. I'll do a. I'll just do a do a uh, kind of a, a sugar fast or a, um, or you know s- stay off the gluten. And it's real. I mean, it's it's real. It's real. I can feel it. I can see it. I can I can experience it. Well, Haley, this has been this has been a great conversation. Thank you. Um, I've really loved it. And you know, I'm all about um, I'm all about listening to your body and you know that mind body soul connection. I think it's really it's really key to living a um, a, a solid healthy 
life, you know? So can you tell us about a time in motherhood where you either, you achieved something or you overcame something that at, that at first seemed impossible? I would say the first time I became a mom, when I realized, mm. when it hit me, that this child's life would always be in my hands of some sort, you know, right. especially in the beginning. And that every decision I made would affect my child's life. Yeah. Uh, and it was scary to have that power, that, mm -hmm. that influence on something so amazing. Yeah. Uh, so really it was very daunting um, and very nerve wracking for me. I, yeah. I, I felt a lot of anxiety of what if I make the wrong decision? Right. And so for me, I think coming to terms with, and, and every day I'm doing this, you know, this is mm -hmm. not, this is a journey in that respect. Right. You know, being okay with my decisions, knowing that they're not going to always be the best decisions, but I'm learning as I go. You know, I have three girls. Right. Uh, I learn as I go, but that understanding that you give these kids the tools and your love and your soul, everything about you to have them make eventually their decisions. So kind of stepping right. back. So I have yeah. to, I've gone from, you know, realizing, oh my gosh, this child's, you know, in my hands, I, I have this child's life to, okay, now it's time to let them shine and let them grow. Right. Those stages are so different and yeah. I'm just learning as I go and I'm kind of in those stages right now. And right. It, so I'm not sure if that answers your question, but uh, yes, it does. But a challenge, and it still is a challenge. Yeah, that that um, that when you that's how I felt too when I first took my son. And he, we had all kinds of. Um, he was premature, and he almost died when he was oh. he was not even supposed to be here, and um, and so you know this responsibility, like yes. in, in interestingly. So as we're talking about eating, right? It was my job to make sure that this baby gained weight. Yeah. It was it was a huge responsibility. And, and just that, yeah, and that that having this, that realization, you know, like, you know, you're you're pregnant, like, oh, this is beautiful, can't wait to have this baby. And then that realization that they are completely dependent on me and my decisions. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that does feel like an impossible situation but we've been doing it since the beginning of mankind, right? I have to, I have to remind myself that I'm us. not the first one to have right. any of these issues you know, yeah. that you have parenting. Like I'm not the only one, you know, we have to remind ourselves sometimes of that, that yeah. it's okay. It feels impossible, but at, you know, looking at the, looking at all the moms that came before us, you know? they did it. And, uh, and that's, I love learning from other people. That's part of the things that, you know, talking to other moms, talking to other women, having, you know, learning about their experiences at different right. stages. Yeah. I haven't done it. So well, I'm going to utilize other people's experiences and, and try to learn from that as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, this has been amazing. I've loved our time together. I've learned a lot and, um, and I'm really, um, I'm going to get back into my mindful eating and I do it, you know, with the, but, but being more mindful and more with, with the intention of, of that vision that, that, uh, that, that, you know, who do I want to be? Yes, who do I want to be it. when I'm in my 80s, 90s? You know, who do I want to be? But beautiful. So, Haley, tell us how um, how our listeners can um, can find you. Okay. 
Um, well, the best way, I have two ways. Uh, I have a website called Hallie's Healthy Living. Mm -hmm. uh, that just tells you a little bit more about some of the services I provide. Um, and also my Facebook group. It's called Hallie's Healthy Living Community. Uh -huh. uh, and every day I post healthy living tips, family-friendly recipes. This month is in honor of American Heart Month. I'm Mm -hmm. focusing on heart health. So I'd love you to check that out. Um, and you can always message me through Facebook as well. Okay, so, perfect. So uh, Steinberg is my name. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Well, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming and, and sharing your wealth of knowledge today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was. And remember that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. Now, if you haven't already, go ahead and download the High Vibe Toolkit. It's a mom's guide for taking yoga off the mat and into your life. You'll learn how to create your own unique toolkit full of tools for raising your vibe quickly and getting yourself out of a funk in record time next time you find yourself in one. Because funk happens, right? You'll learn how to tap into your inner mentor to cultivate more joy, more connection, and more harmony in your life as you return to your natural high vibe self. You'll raise the vibe in your home as you reclaim your own inner vibe. Now, this is the only guide designed to help moms who want to feel alive keep their yoga vibe flowing both on and off the mat no matter what comes next. So download the High Vibe Toolkit at www.highvibetoolkit.com and reclaim your inner vibe. Anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now.